This is episode number nine of the Passion Minded Mom podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom podcast for business driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Hey, ladies, and welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about money. This is such a dynamic topic. It is such a highly requested topic among entrepreneurs, especially females, and also a topic of taboo for so many. So it's kind of exciting to do an episode dedicated to it, and there will be many more. In the last episode, I addressed how your bottom line is something you need to listen to when you're working to grow your brand, right? That you need to pay attention and understand as well as get comfortable with the numbers. It is one of the most important factors that plays a part in your decisions to grow your business. It is unavoidable. But for many, right, it's easier said than done. And so many resist this. But pricing, selling, and determining how many clients you need to reach your revenue goals, it's just math. That's not usually where my clients get hung up, though. So many of my clients are just straight uncomfortable talking about money. Why, right? If you can get comfortable with understanding your bottom line and having discussions about it, it will be easier to get out there and serve more people. So why is money such a loaded and emotionally charged topic? I will be honest, as I prepared the content for this episode, as much as it was exciting, it was challenging because it's such a multidimensional topic. Let me be clear. If you had asked me five years ago, If I would ever be delivering a podcast to hundreds of women on the topic of money, I would have laughed. I wouldn't have believed you. I was in a very different place with it. But with all of the mistakes I've made and the things I've learned, here we are. And here is what I've decided I'm going to provide you with today. One, I would like to tell you what I've observed about how money is discussed in different ways in different circles. Two, I'm going to share the mistakes I've made and the hard lessons I have learned along the way through my own money journey and how they help me succeed today. And three, I'm also going to outline how I organize the topic in my brain and what I believe are the important aspects for you to consider as you think about how to grow your business. So let's get to it. For most of us, there's a lot of emotion tied to this topic. There is fear, envy, anger, frustration, confusion, embarrassment, and avoidance around it. I have been there. 
Earlier this week, I was on a call with a friend and a colleague who is a money coach. Her name is Amy Schultz. And we talked about how the majority of her clients who are having trouble with money, they first come to her with questions around budgeting. But as she digs deeper into her coaching with them, it often leads to work around mindset and her client's relationship with money. That is so incredibly important to understand. The financial results that you have in your life and your current experience with money is in fact a result of your relationship with it. So it's time to get real and dig deeper and start investigating that right now. Her and I also talked about the fact that our relationship with it is most often a result of how we were raised, how our parents or our caretakers managed money themselves, what their relationship was with it. So it's not necessarily our fault that we've made mistakes and poor decisions around it or that we're under-earning or overspending. And for many of us females out there, you may find that your parents played more of the traditional roles in your family and that dad was the one responsible for the earning or all of the decisions around money. So many women today struggle and lack a sense of empowerment around it simply because of how they were raised. As I mentioned before, your relationship with it and therefore the results you are getting financially are coming from your beliefs about money. So here is the good news. We are in control of what we believe or choose to think about money. So if we want to get different results, this all can be changed. And yes, even during a pandemic. In fact, this is a great time to do some extra work on it. I myself grew up in a household that carried a sense of abundance where money was available. It wasn't stressed about or held back from us kids, though I did have to earn my allowance in exchange for chores, and I didn't get everything I wanted, but we didn't hurt for things. We were able to afford the things we needed, as well as the extras like family vacations. Now that wasn't cheap either because the majority of our family lives overseas. And my college education was funded. But growing up, it was reinforced regularly that our ability to have that was a result of holding a great job with a large company, climbing the corporate ladder, and working in a field or industry that paid well. So for most of my money journey, there was a sense and pressure That money was available and abundant as long as I got a high-paying corporate job and had a 401k. So you can imagine that is the first thing I headed for right after college. For those who know my story, that didn't work out as planned. Although my biological dad has always been an entrepreneur, we didn't talk about that topic growing up. And we didn't really talk about money much as I grew up. So you can imagine that where I ran into trouble was how to manage my financials outside of a corporate path as an entrepreneur in charge of my own pay and how to plan for a financial future when I didn't have a fat paycheck from a large company with a 401k. And it's been really messy at times. 
And it has taken me to go through my own growth as an entrepreneur, through multiple failed businesses, and through marriage and divorce to start shifting my relationship with it. In fact, part of my money journey involved so much financial struggle as an early entrepreneur that I cashed in my 401k with a penalty to pay off debt from overspending that big salary and tons of the wrong business expenses as I attempted to launch one of my early businesses. Going through a divorce had its ups and downs financially, and I learned a ton going through that process of financial awakening, and I'll dedicate an entire other episode to it. But I want to share that finding myself on the other side with two kids as a single mom Having gone through that divorce and cancer with high medical premiums, I've had to make some changes. Hopefully, most of you are not experiencing that, but you may have another story. Perhaps your spouse is the breadwinner and handles the majority of the finances, or perhaps it's a touchy subject in your relationship. I would ask yourself how much transparency you do have into your financial situation and future as a couple. So today, I'm going to give you sound advice that I wish I had had decades ago. I'm encouraging you to gain some self-awareness around it and consider how your money journey has shaped where you are today. With the work I've done in marketing and the digital space and with my coaching clients across the years, I have a large network of old clients and colleagues from corporate jobs, as well as coaches that I've worked with. So I often find myself in a lot of business groups and discussions around money, earning, spending, and investing. And I still talk to my ex-husband about this stuff because I learned a lot from him. And I learned a lot going through the process of marriage, saving and investing as a couple, and then through divorce. And through all of this and my own experience, Here is what I know is certain. If you are interested in growing your business and making more money doing work you love so you can serve more people, you are going to have to get comfortable with the topic of money, talking about it, talking through your challenges and your successes with it. And to do that effectively, You need to understand your relationship with it. And most likely, there are some aspects that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. So today, I want you to walk away from this with a clear and more specific idea of what exactly about it is making you uncomfortable. If we can narrow that down, we can work to improve it and ultimately change your experience with it. So here is how I organize the topic of money in my brain. I split it into two parts. One, the understanding of the behaviors around money, making it, saving it, spending it, investing it. And two, the relationship that you have with any one of those aspects of it. If you are already struggling with money at home in your personal life, that will likely carry over into your business as well. My colleague and that money coach, Amy Schultz, who I mentioned earlier, she does one-on-one coaching on personal finances, 
and she advises her clients to get their personal financial situation in order first before they attempt to grow their business successfully. I'll drop the link to her website in the show notes because she's got some great resources there. And I agree. And what I want to offer you is don't expect your business to solve your money problems. The financial health of my business was only as good as my relationship with money at its core. And as I improved that, it improved both my personal and my business finances. And now, money is a regular topic of conversation in business circles with my clients, with my coaches and colleagues, and even at home with my children. And it's such a lighter, more empowering experience. I mentioned I've made a lot of mistakes, and I've had to learn and research and get coaching and work on this. So I want to save you some time and energy here. So here is where I suggest you start. First, I want you to write down the areas in your life where you feel you are struggling the most with money. What thoughts come up? Download them. Literally, take a moment and a piece of paper or open your notes app on your phone. Pause the podcast if you need. Now that you've written them down, categorize them. Here are the four categories. Making, saving, spending, or investing. This is where I want you all to get real with yourselves. Start a new page of notes and ask yourself some of the following questions. What are my beliefs around making money? For instance, what do I believe about my ability to earn money? What do I believe my income should be and why? How smart or educated do I need to be to make a lot of money? What is a lot of money to me? What are your beliefs around saving money? Ask yourself, what does saving money mean to me? What does being wealthy mean? And what does being wealthy mean about people? How much money do I want to have when I retire and why? Ask yourself what your beliefs are around spending money. What do I think about the money I spend? How do I decide what to spend my money on? And last, what are your beliefs around investing money? What does it mean to invest money? Why do people invest money? What kinds of things can I invest in? And how will it help or hurt me? After you take the time to go through these exercises, I want you to investigate some of your answers. Now here is where the transformation happens that both I've experienced myself and where I help my clients experience it as we're working through their money beliefs. As you look at your answers, I want you to ask yourself more questions. How are my beliefs about money showing up in my life? How are they driving the struggles I have around money today? Are these beliefs serving me or hurting me and how? And what has been surprising to you through this exercise? I firmly believe and have experienced that our thoughts around money shape our current financial reality. And I mentioned how we have control to make changes in our relationship with money. So for those beliefs that aren't serving you, 
how might you go about changing them or shifting them? It does take some work, but you can change the financial path you're on if you want to. So what needs to shift, right? What adjustments do you need to make? Start with getting curious. What conversations do you need to have with your spouse about the family budget? What steps do you need to take in order to start owning your financial situation or gain transparency or understand how you can contribute more to the bottom line for your family? It's going to take some work. But if you want this business of yours to help you achieve amazing things and you want to bring value to more people, you're going to want to start taking steps to set financial goals for your business revenue. I assure you, it is possible to gain a sense of control over your financial situation so you can reach new goals. Be a possibilitarian. Anything is possible. If you want to take it to the next level so you can get your business engine firing on all cylinders, head over to my website and schedule a free session so we can begin creating a plan for how your business can support those financial goals. I love your reviews, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to share the love. Please don't hesitate to leave one if you haven't yet. I would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. Go work on those money beliefs, and I will see you next time.